As we approach the start of the school year, more than 30 districts across Texas will be trying a four-day week for the first time. You don't change just to change. There has to be a reason. Coming back from COVID, the world is a different place. Like you talked about hybrid. The world is a different place. Our students are different learners. And coming back from Uvalde, you know, and the school shootings. And our kids need a lot more mental health, social emotional support systems. They also need to know that there's a whole other world out there and we're going to support you in getting to know that world. While roughly 40 others will begin a school year with a four-day week for at least the second straight year. And you think about working five days a week and then you think, man, when we when we get to, when, when you get to Wednesday, it's like, oh, it's hump day. We kind of made it, kind of made it here. And then you get to Thursday and it's like, oh, whew, tomorrow's our Friday. And then you get to Friday and that's kind of like the day, you know, and it's a relaxed day and it's, you know, that kind of stuff. For us, that feeling that you get on Wednesday, we get on Tuesday. So after I worked for one day of a week, after I work on Monday, when I come to work on Tuesday, I'm feeling like I'm halfway done. Feeling the weight of the week off your chest by Tuesday morning? This episode just started and I might be in already. I'm Chris Blake and Texas wants to know, will we see more school districts make the move to a four-day week? You know, it kind of started a lot in rural, like West Texas districts, but now we're starting to see Anna's going to a four-day school week, some of the suburbs in the Houston area. So what are some of the reasons that districts, not only in rural areas, but in more suburban areas are making the change? Well, I think you will still see the vast majority of districts doing this in the outlying areas. When you say it started in rural, it was yeah, really small towns. And they did it largely for financial reasons. Obviously cheaper to operate four days than it is five. And so a lot of the smaller districts did it for that reason. That's Wayne Carter. He covers education for NBC5 in Dallas-Fort Worth. They're a media partner of KRLD. As we learned last year, teacher shortages became to be a huge issue facing schools everywhere. There's just, with all of the things going on in education right now, no matter what side of it you're on, I think we can all agree that education has been tumultuous lately, whether it's been drama over books or race or, you know, how tax dollars are spent. There's been a lot of that. And so people have walked away from the profession. And so it's been harder for districts to find teachers. And so when you have one district that's offering someone the opportunity to work four days a week instead of five, for a lot of teachers, that was a draw. And so they they would leave their district and go to another to take advantage of that. So more than anything else, do you think for some of these more suburban districts, it's a decision to try to attract teachers? Oh, it is. It's no question. Most every superintendent I talked to did it because it was was a way to help compete with other districts that were offering it. Especially in some of the larger districts, the money saved by cutting back one day a week wasn't massive. It wasn't something that was so significant that, hey, we need to do this. But it was a way to, to make your district more desirable and to keep staff. According to the Texas Classroom Teachers Association, Olfen ISD near San Angelo was the first school district in Texas to switch to a four-day week. They did it in the 2016-17 school year. Now we have had the rural districts who have done this, many of them, for several years now. And what 
I've heard is kind of the data has been a wash. No one has seen a massive change in how kids have learned. There was no decline in learning. There was no increase in learning. It was kind of a wash. And so if it's a wash, then, and there are other benefits for it, then why not do it? Because I guess theoretically, kids aren't necessarily losing time in classrooms because it's a number of minutes, right? Not a number of days. Exactly. They change the schedules. They make the days longer. We spent a lot of time in Mineral Wells who did this, and they say it's been a success for them. They redid their schedule and did it in a way that, yeah, allowed for them to continue to have the same amount of instruction time to spread out differently. And so it's not an issue there. What it becomes an issue for is for parents because it changes the dynamics of your life. For this school year, 76 districts in Texas will operate on a four-day-per-week calendar, according to Austin NBC affiliate KXAN. That's up from the 42 that did so last year. One of the new districts making the switch is Kingsville ISD. Kingsville is a city of about 25,000 just southwest of Corpus Christi. One of the options was a year-round school, and we didn't want to go that route because during intercession, it seems like most of those districts during their intercession time, they really just... Nobody wants to work and nobody wants to go to school. Not nobody, but, you know, most people don't want to go to school and nobody, most people don't want to work. Dr. Cecilia Reynolds-Perez is the superintendent of Kingsville ISD. We spoke in the last week of July as back-to-school preparations were ramping up. We wanted to make sure that the time that we were going to be off was going to be very purposeful. So that's why we looked at a 4.5-day calendar. We call it a 4.5-day calendar, and that was option three. One of the biggest questions that arises when any district makes the move to a four- or four-and-a-half-day school calendar is what kids are going to do on Fridays if their parents have to work. Dr. Perez says she tried to get ahead of those questions. So I started meeting with various agencies, partners around our town, which was the Boys and Girls Club, the Kingsville Boxing Club. We have a Douglas Center. We have Kingsway Church, which is another place where many, many kids go to for after-school activities or on Sundays, Saturdays. So I reached out to all of them, met with each one of them individually, and just told them, it's possible we might adopt this calendar. How can you help us? The district also worked out accommodations for special needs students and those with physical limitations, either with its community partners or at district facilities. How big was it to get that much community support to allow for the district to make these changes? Because it sounds like you couldn't maybe have answered all of those questions without the involvement of the community. It wasn't as difficult as it may seem. Kingsville is not a huge city. It is a small town, and that's the advantage of being in a small town. And I'm an alum. I'm alumni, you know, 1982, H.M. King High School graduate. I know a lot of the people who run these partnerships, run these facilities. So I can text them and say, hey, can we go to lunch? You know, I want to talk to you about this idea I have, something I'm interested in doing, something I need. And that's basically what it was. It was me spending my time meeting personally with all these agencies and then bringing them all together. Working for the NBC affiliate in DFW, Carter's focus is North Texas. He says he heard similar sentiments from districts in some of the exurbs, but that four-day weeks became more challenging in larger suburban districts. What I have heard from superintendents in some of the, I I like to call, semi-rural areas, so, you know, just outside of the metroplex that have tried to do this, is that, you know, they had a big concern about 
folks or communities going to buy in? How are they going to make this work for their their families that had to work? What happened in more rural areas were that there were family members home during the day, especially in smaller communities, even if the parents were working, grandparents were home, someone was home. And superintendents said that they didn't find the child care on a Friday being that significant of an issue for them. However, when larger districts have tried to do this, that has been a bigger hurdle for them to overcome. And the districts that talked about it were never able to overcome that. There were just too many parents who worked throughout the day and didn't have an avenue for their kids to to go somewhere. You mentioned you spent some time in Mineral Wells, which had switched to it. I mean, and that's pretty far out there to the West, but it's also a decent sized district. So what, mm-hmm. were, what were their kind of results that they've gotten with it? They are very happy with it. It's worked well for them. Yeah, it's it's it is a decent sized district. But again, it goes back to the rural versus urban. If you go to Mineral Wells and spend some time out there, You're going to find a lot of people in that community who are home during the day. You're going to find less families where both parents are working, where you're going to find less families where there's not a relative or a grandparent somewhere nearby. A lot of people in those communities have a support system that helps them to be able to do that. And if it works for Mineral Wells, a city of 15,000, and Kingsville, a city of 25,000, then it's certainly going to work for Corrigan, an East Texas town of about 1,500. It doesn't hurt that we're a rural rural school district. That that helps us. It would be tougher for some of the districts that are like Lufkin is 30 minutes up the road from us, 20 minutes up the road from us. They're a bigger city. Lufkin has a population of 35,000 people. And on any given day, there are 80,000 people inside the city limits of Lufkin that work there. You know, they call it a micropolis. It's a town, it's a little town, but it's got big city things going on in it. And when you have that many people that are there, that are working, that are working five days a week for their businesses and things like that, then it does get tougher. That's Ryan Hall. He's the Dean of Students and Girls Athletic Coordinator at Corrigan Camden High School. He says Dean of Students is equivalent to an assistant principal role. He's entering his eighth year in CCISD. We're a, we're a mill town. You know, we've got two mills. We've got, you know, we have Royal Martin. That's an OSB plant. And then we have GP. They're a, a pulp mill. And so they're, we've got some big things like that. But those, those guys are working around the clock. We don't really have to go by their calendar or anything like that. Corrigan is 90 miles west of the Texas-Louisiana border and the same distance north of Houston. Everywhere I've been has been a five-day district and Corrigan is the first district really in our area to go to four days a week. We did that. This is now, this will be our fourth year. We did it. We've done three years already. And we started it as saying from the beginning that we were going to do a three-year test run, that it didn't matter whether everybody loved it or everybody hated it. We were going to do it for three years. And and that way we knew we were going to be, we were going to be all in on it. And so we knew that there wasn't, if there were problems, we were going to try to figure them out. And it worked for us. The Corrigan Camden ISD Board of Trustees approved the move to a four-day school week in March 2020. The parents in the community that were saying, hey, what are you, what are we going to do with them for that on Fridays? What are we doing with my kids on Fridays? They quickly found the answer to what they were going to do with their kids Monday through Friday because we all went online and 
and everything like that. The move to the four-day week came at the start of the 2020-21 school year. It actually kind of helped us with parents that that was their issue because they figured out what to do with those kids. And then by the time in August rolled around and they were, it was time for school to start, they didn't, parents didn't care whether they were going one, two, three, four, five days a week. They were just ready to get those kids out of the house and send them to school somewhere for, for at least a few days. It, it honestly helped us with kind of the timing of things and, and to show our parents, you know, in a pinch, you can figure things out. You, you're pretty resilient yourself and you can you can figure out what to do with your kids. People always say kids are resilient, but parents can bounce back too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you look at a map of the state, the districts making the switch to four day weeks are primarily in little clusters. There's a group of them, which includes Corrigan Camden in East Texas between Lufkin and College Station. There's another cluster west of DFW, which includes Mineral Wells ISD, and several in the Panhandle, many of which cover large swaths of land. It gets back to Wayne's point that it becomes more difficult in larger cities. I believe it was Little Elm ISD who, who talked about doing this last year. And, and they had talked about partnerships with some of those groups. Even with that, there was just a, a significant amount of pushback from the community from parents, and and ultimately it went away. The Little Elm ISD school board tabled the idea in January after receiving pushback from parents, according to the Dallas Morning News. Mesquite was kind of in the same boat. There is just, when you're talking about doing this in a, in a larger suburban community, the amount, it's a little more complicated than just saying, hey, we have an agreement with the Boys and Girls Club, because there's everything from the sheer number of kids you're talking about to transportation and food. And it becomes overwhelming for those groups. But the smaller districts say they've found it to be a net positive, especially when it comes to attracting teachers. One indication is we were looking for an ag teacher for the past year and had to use a long-term sub because of the teacher shortages, right? Well, within two weeks of us adopting this calendar, we had eight quality candidates that applied and we were able to fill that position right away. That says something. Hall says he has two older daughters who live in Lubbock and two with his wife, Rusty, who is also a coach at Corrigan Camden. Our two younger girls are Bentley and Boston. Bentley is 10. She's going into fifth grade here in Corrigan. And then Boston is six and she is going into first grade. He says the four-day school week has improved the quality of education in the district. My wife, her, her first year teaching was at Corrigan. She got a another coaching job that was closer to home. And so she decided to do that for a couple of years. And the difference in my 10 year old's education, what she felt like was just night and day. Like she didn't feel like our kid was getting a good education at Corrigan Elementary. And then when she took it to the other school, she felt like she was. And when she came back, it was that first year of starting all the four day week. And we had a transition there was, that really gave our district a chance to just kind of say, hey, we're we're the only four day school week in the area. We, we pay comparable to everybody else in the area. We're not we're not the highest paid district. We're definitely not the lowest paid district, but we're right there with everybody else. And we're only working four days a week. And we were blown away by the amount of really good teachers and just teachers in general that applied. And we were able to steal some really good teachers from really good surrounding districts. Oh, wow. Now I feel like you're you're going to get a, a good education all the way through when you come to Corrigan. Our elementary school is a solid elementary school. It's a very good elementary school that I don't have any problem with my kids going to. I want my kids there. What have you seen from your kids and what have you heard from other kids about the four-day week? 
my kids love it. Now, my youngest one, she doesn't know anything other than the four-day week. That's all she's ever done. Hall says he and his wife have discussed putting them in a school closer to home, but ultimately think Corrigan Camden is the right choice. We feel that they're given a, a comparable education here, and they're doing it in four days a week, and they get all the love that they get just from being coaches' kids. Coaches' kids always seem to always get that from the kids on the varsity teams and stuff like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I love it. It's an unbelievable thing. I mean, it's... I wish every kid could experience that amount of love when they get off the bus. For our kids here at the high school, they love it. They Our attendance has gone up. I want to say our attendance is we're in the 97, 98%, which for a school that is socioeconomically disadvantaged, that's unbelievable. That's a very high percentage. There's districts all around the state that would kill to have that percentage of kids in attendance every day. I think teachers are seeing the value of those Friday afternoons. I also made sure that I was very clear with the board and everybody else that, okay, if it doesn't work, we can always go back to the traditional setting. That's not going away. We can always go back. We know how that works. This is the, the time we felt was right to try it because of the state of education that we're in right now. What would be some of the things you would consider next spring when you're saying, is this something we want to reevaluate or do we want to stick with the four and a half day week? We'll be taking a pulse every quarter, you know, every nine weeks to see, okay. And seeing the participation of students in the innovation stations on those Friday mornings and then meeting periodically, of course, as we do with our staff. We've seen the benefit of it. I've seen it as a parent. I've seen it. I saw it as a teacher when I was teaching kids. And then because uh, the kids are fresher, you know, they're just fresher in the classroom because we're not beating them over the head for five days. And then it's just as a workplace, it's just such a more pleasant, pleasant place because everybody's attitude is I only got a couple more days left. We're good. I can do that. I have more energy. It, it's easy when you're like, even if you have a bad week, you're like, whew. It's only, it's only four days. It's hard to, hard to complain when you're, even if you have a rough week, some, some bad stuff happens at school or something like that, then it's just, man, you still got that long weekend to look forward to. Man, I feel like you're selling me on it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And my, I tell you what, my wife, I'm not one, like I, I've, I've said, I, I love Corrigan. I'm not from Corrigan. Like I said, I'm, we live in Lufkin or we live in Hudson and I drive 30 minutes to work and I don't have any desire to ever, to ever leave Corrigan. I don't look for jobs. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I'm very happy with the community here. I'm very happy with the school district here. Uh, I love the people that I work with. I work with some awesome people. Well, it's interesting because, as I said earlier, I think it was largely dictated from districts feeling the need to compete with one another. And as we saw the the teacher shortage, you know, blossom last year, had we been having this conversation last year, I would have said absolutely. However, oddly enough, I have had conversations with several superintendents leading up to back to school this year, and they've all told me that the teacher shortage is much less of an issue this year. They have seen spikes in people applying. They are seeing a rebound from what they've seen during the COVID time, and they're feeling less pressure to find teachers. They're feeling less pressure to compete with one another. And because that pressure isn't there, based at least on what I've been hearing the past couple days, no, I don't. I don't feel that they feel the pressure to solve this teacher shortage problem as much as they have in the past. 
I think if Mesquite and Little Elm could not get this done last year, that's telltale for how this goes over in larger communities that are close into a metro area. What's your theory as to maybe why there's not as much of a shortage this year as there was last year? It's a great question because honestly, I have no idea. I really was shocked. I, I talked to Superintendent Stephanie Elizalde and she talked about some of her goals for the school year, which will be airing on the first day of school. I did a, a lengthy interview with her and she said to me that one of the things she wants to do is to dedicate more staff to certain campuses that need it. And I looked at her with wide eyes and I said, how? How are you going to do that when you barely have the staff to cover the classrooms that is? And she says, oh, but we do. She says, well, our outreach has been working and, and we're doing really well. And we don't have the struggles that we've had before. And so I thought, okay, maybe Dallas ISD is an outlier. Well, then I, I sat down with Dr. Angelica Ramsey in Fort Worth ISD and she said the same thing that their uh, need was low. And I asked them both, and neither one of them had a clear-cut answer. The first day of school for North Texas's two largest districts is August 14th. You can see Wayne's interviews with Dallas ISD Superintendent Stephanie Elizade and Fort Worth ISD Superintendent Angelica Ramsey that night on KRLD's media partner NBC5 or on NBCDFW.com. I'm Chris Blake at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas-Fort Worth. Thanks for joining me for Texas Wants to Know. If you like the show, please give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I wrote and produced this episode with editorial support from Cooper Mall, sound design by Mike Bass, and original music by Michael Eisenstein. Odyssey's managing producer for national news podcasts is Myron Kaplan. <laughs>